Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about, we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they literally stay right here. All right, y'all, I am here, and it is Tell the Truth Tuesday, a very early show. It is October 16, 2018, and, you know, I have a special guest on the show. So you guys usually, back in the day when I first started, I would, you know, scramble every week to find, you know, to find people that wanted to come on the show because I thought that that's what the show needed was for people to speak about their issues, their battles, their journey, and, you know, wasn't really worried about my own. Well, then I realized that I needed to do the show and people were actually listening. So shout out to all the people that listen. And we just found out that I now have, I think it's something like 12% (laughs) listeners in like Russia or something like that. And I was like, what? But okay, I appreciate it. You know, so we have African listeners, a lot of UK listeners. And it's crazy because even though Canada is right over the border, I've not saturated that market just yet. So my three truths for this week, because before we get Ken on the show, he's actually a filmmaker, an author, a husband, you know, and and also a fellow God. So my three truths this week are that I've been tearing y'all asses up. I really have, and if you're following me on Instagram at miss.d.scott, you will know that I have literally been tearing y'all asses up because for several weeks I was literally making myself sick, you know, holding things in, you know, not telling people what the fuck I really think, not being able to articulate what I was feeling, you know, whether it was from the universe, whether it was from spirit, just whatever, and I was letting y'all live. And I decided that if it's going to be you or me, it has to be you that that eats this, 
because it's making me sick. So I started tearing people up. If you said something to me this week and it wasn't right, I told you about it. If I was holding something in about my disgust or my distaste for something that you've done, I let you know about it. If I loved you, if, you know, I saw some potential and some future in you, I let you know. So that was one of my truths this week was that I was tearing y'all asses up, and I do not feel any type of way about it. So we're going to cut to Ken, and I'm going to tell you my other truths today while I'm on the phone with him. And so I'm trying to get here. Uh-oh, caller, are you there? Hmm. Well, it looked like he was calling in and then something happened, which is no good. But this is the universe. This is what the universe always does. Because, and it's funny because him, Saladin, and I always joke that the gods would never let all three of us get together in the same space or be able to work together because it's just really too much energy. All positive, of course, but... It's just that's how it goes, and I, I, it's funny to watch people um, start coming into their own power and seeing that people, the the things that are going to take place while you're going through your situation. So let's see if it works this time. Caller, are you there? Caller, yeah, I'm here. There? What's up? What's up? I literally was just telling the audience, I said, you know, this is something that would typically happen to us because sometimes the gods are not going to let us all get in the same room at the same time. So these weird quirks happen, you know, when we're trying to do something important as a symbol of our power because it's just too much power in one room. So introduce yourself, my friend, and tell everybody who you are. Well, as you know, my name is Ken Cosentino, um, uh, author, uh, artist, and entrepreneur from Niagara Falls. Right. And so I was trying to let the people know who you were and that we were going to talk about your book on the show today. I actually have the uh, – when the show's over, I, I I send you the link, and then we can, you know, repost the link, and they can listen. So – you're recently an author, but before you did that, you were also a very uh, famous, not famous, but very well-known uh, filmmaker, which is how you and I actually met in the first place, in the physical form is how we met. So do you want to tell people about some of the works that you've done with that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I own a company called White Lion Studios, and uh, I'm a professional filmmaker. I've been doing it over 10 years professionally. Um, I've worked on over 50 films. And uh, to me, it's it's the most difficult medium to conquer. Um, just mastering filmmaking is so many moving parts and, and so many elements to it that it helps me to hone my skills as an artist. And uh, I love it. You know, it's a very powerful platform. But uh, now that I'm kind of settling down a little bit in my life I'm gearing more towards writing because it's quieter and it takes less energy well for you (laughs) it takes less energy so let me tell the audience what happened so my son had got picked to um, audition for a role 
in the Central Park Five. So he was uh, auditioning for the role of Kevin Richardson, which is due out on Netflix. It's, it involves Oprah, uh, Ava DuVernay, and I think Lena Waithe had her hands in it a little bit. And so they asked me to send the audition reel in via video, and I'm like, well, obviously I'm not going to do this. So I was thinking to myself, you know, we hadn't met yet, so I was thinking to myself, well, the only person I know that does film that's actually really good at it is this Ken guy. So I was like, you know what? Let me see if I can get a hold of him and see if he'll come and be able to film my son for this reel so that at least it looks professional. You, with no questions asked, came out. We met at the NAC. You know, we had Boom done in a few, you know, in a few takes. And, it, you know, and ever since then we've been in communication about things other than, you know, film. So when the book came out, and I put in the uh, bio that the book is called Secret Teachings, Hidden Masters. It's available on Amazon and Kindle. Um, tell everybody where you uh, were chosen to have your book signing at. I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit. Tell tell you what? Tell everyone where you were chosen to have your book signing at. Oh, so uh, it, it just kind of happened, but our, our book launch was at Lilydale, New York, which is the city of light and the biggest collection of uh, spiritual mediumship and, and sensitives in the world. So, you know, I guess it was just meant to be. Right. And so what a lot of people don't know is if you guys are following me on Instagram at miss.d.scott. So I go to Lilydale probably at least a couple times a year because I'm always bringing people there because they have a huge community of psychic mediums. And so what Ken is not telling you is that they went out there, him and Saladin, kind of for the day. It's very peaceful. It's very beautiful. It's right, you know, down the street from a lake. And they go in one of the libraries or one of the buildings, and they actually get invited to have their book signing there, which is actually a huge deal because Lilydale is a very exclusive community, so they don't invite, you know, quote-unquote outsiders to come into their community. And so that is just kind of a testament of what type of book this is, Secret Teachings Hidden Masters. And so let me ask you this. How long did it take you to construct and write the book? From start to finish, it took me about 10 years. Um, right. About 10 years ago, I started taking notes. And then the the first draft that I had actually got destroyed in a fire. So wow, I kind of had to start over, but it was okay because I didn't even know I was writing a book at the time. I, I really was just taking notes on all these. Um, I really, you know, 100% what I, I was really just transcribing some of the knowledge that was being transmitted to me. Right. Which I think, right. you know, that's that's kind of what I want to talk about, you know, geared towards that if we can. Yeah, let's talk about that. So I was just getting ready to say, so I told everyone that you were going to tell me three of your truths. So when writing this book, what was the number one truth that you wanted to get through in this book? About myself, I would say that, you know, I am not who people think I am. Right. None of us are, I don't think. But go ahead and elaborate on that for now. <laughs> <laughs> the book's not about me, but it, in some ways it, it kind of has to be. Um, 
like I said, it's not a biography, but I lived it. And the teachings that um, came to me and that, that I learned from various sources uh, from different cultures um, helped to get me to where I'm at today. So in society, like you said, I, I'm best known as a filmmaker, especially in our community, and uh, as like an activist for human rights. But along the way, nobody was writing a book. You know, I mean, I kept it, even some of my best friends and my family had no idea until it was published. So um, it's my private life that is now being exposed, um, uh, shamanism and uh for, for my, my ritual and my teachings that I can't really get into too much in the book, but, um, you know, there are things about the way of life in which you and I and some others live that um, is now starting to come to the forefront of, of the American culture, which is very exciting. Correct. And so we're kind of able to um, get out of our, our shell a little bit and and say, hey, what's up to the rest of the world? Right. So here, I'm going to read them a little excerpt from the book. So on page 163 of the book, it says, there are ways to communicate with your ancestors while in waking life as well. Because I think that it's very difficult to have conversations with people that are not in the same lifestyle or in the same no knowledge, you know, um, and it's very difficult to do that because they think, oh, well, everything is you worship the devil. Everything is if you don't do and, and go to church on Sundays or Saturdays, you worship the devil. If you don't, you know, if you talk to spirits, you worship the devil. So I like on page 163 where you say there are ways to communicate with your ancestors while in waking life as well. The most effective way that I have found will now be described to you. First, you must learn to work with the runes. Runes are the magical alphabet closely related to the language of light. Odin discovered the runes after hanging from the world tree. Now, a lot of people, if they're not familiar with the gods and all of those things, people don't realize that they work with gods and goddesses every single day or you, or they regurgitate information about the gods and don't realize it. So Odin is most also notably known as, if I'm not mistaken, Thor and Loki's father, correct? Well, he, he's Thor's father. He's actually Loki's brother. That's a, okay. That's another misconception that Hollywood, you know, perpetuates. Correct. Right. So Odin, we know, is, I say he's the god of the skies. So he's the one that, you know, it's funny, I used to always tell my niece when she sees dandelions, you know, you usually pick them and then you blow them and you say this is for Odin, right? That's just something that we did when we were little kids, right? And yeah. so now with Neil Gaiman coming out with American Gods showing, you know, kind of, and I, I think it's an excellent series. I, so far he has not made any mistakes, and he's actually bringing my mother, one of my mother's uh, deities, Callie, on to season number two, which is due out in 2019. So Odin is in the uh, in the show as Shadow Moon's father, which is the he's the son of um I can't think of his mother's name. Uh, she was the hippie and she had an afro. Anyways, so what people don't understand is that we see these things every single day. So it says. 
they were already there all around them waiting to be seen, and they showed themselves to Oda, meaning that they come from the spirit realm or the realm of the divine, similar to the Emerald Tablet and the Akashic Records. Runes can be read here in the physical world, in dreams, after death, and on all other planes of existence. So I think it's important for people to know about their present self, their past self, who you're supposed to be going forward, who you're connecting with, and literally what is your purpose here. So I'm going to ask you, so a second truth could be what do you think that your purpose is here in this realm right now? Because this book holds a lot of information. Yeah, I'm here as a, a bridge. So, you know, for for most people, they associate themselves with their physical representation, their body, and, you know, they they can't break out of their five senses to realize their divinity. So what they need is they need a, a frequency, like a tuning fork, that helps to raise their vibration so that uh, their divine self can awaken within their lesser self or or their physical manifestation. And we have to keep ourselves fine-tuned to serve as um, a beacon. And at the same time, our ancestors have teachings for us and everything that we see today is built on their back. So we also have to have a, a clear path to our ancestors um, to make sure that we don't make the same mistakes that they did, uh, to, to learn from, you know, everything that they went through. And, you know, otherwise we're doomed to continue repeating the same false teachings and, and you know, just all the toxic poison that has uh, gotten into society today, which we're currently purging ourselves of. Correct. So I'm going to add on to that. So recently we started watching, well, I've always watched, I watched the entire series of American Horror Stories because I like to see what it is that I'm dealing with and working with because I like to see, and it's great that you're a filmmaker because that might be another one of your truths is that you're here to change you know, some of the films that we watch and be able to really tell the truth in them. So recently, you know, so I watched the Coven American Horror Stories. I didn't really watch the Hotel series. And I thought the Coven was excellently done because they looked at, you know, seven or eight different things that we call a witch, okay? So which I don't like that terminology because, like you said, it's like that's just you can't get around that word. And really 200 years ago, they would have burned us at the stake. So I'm really kind of, I know it sounds messed up, against people calling themselves that. Like you do whatever you, you want to do, but I think that what you do or people in that nature or what I do is far bigger than that. Like that's if you just really want to put it into one word, okay, but that's not what I do. So I was watching uh, Murder House. And I'm not sure if you watch American Horror Stories Murder House. It's very, very good because it basically breaks down um, 
what happens when people, you know, pass on of horrific death, and literally the same murders kept happening in this house over and over and over and over again. And I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, you have to lay them to rest. If you don't let them rest and lay them to rest and bless the house and do all these things, these things are going to – literally it happened for like 200 years in this house. Yep. And it's crazy because towards the end, they were so upset that the house was going to get torn down. So literally everyone in this particular house goes crazy. And I think that that's a good metaphor for life. So life is your house, right? And if you don't correct, like what you just said, what our ancestors were trying to fix and those that before us can, you know, were trying to fix, it's literally going to continue manifesting in your life until you break it. And if you're living in your lower self, and you're not on the same frequency, you're literally just doomed. So I think that's what people mean when they talk about generational curses and they talk about, you know, I don't really believe in hexes or things like that, but there are things that our ancestors didn't finish doing that it's our responsibility to to handle and be greater than them. That's why they say your children or your work should always be greater than what you were. You should never want to be the biggest, you know, the biggest apple on the tree. So now in, in, in getting ready to close out the show, what is a third truth that you would want everybody to know about you or your work on this Tell the Truth Tuesday? Well, you know, if we're going to be telling the truth, I guess the one thing that we haven't fully discussed anywhere, you and me and Saladin and a number of other people, is that we're all working together. <laughs> right. You know <laughs> People might yeah. know that we're friends, but I mean, I, Saladin said it the best because I said, "Hey, man, what, what do you think people are gonna say when they when we open the school and you know everything comes to light and and they say, wait a minute, he was working with him? He was like, they're gonna be like those motherfuckers because that's you know honestly, people go people ahead, are people are ready for it." And and they don't they don't know that they're ready for it because they're thinking that it's going to be something biblical. They they think it's going to be something superstitious. You know. Oh, they're terrified. It, they're definitely terrified about the whole. You thing. know. You got <laughs> so you know when it turns out that it's the pit boss at the casino or the former pit boss, you know, or the the pre-K teacher or the radical filmmaker that you know, they went to lunch with or, you know, grew up with. And I don't or, even want to get into the politics of it all because, you know, I, it's funny if you ask Saladin, he'll tell you I said that three years ago. Literally mm-hmm. what's happening in our city right now politically that we all have connection with, I said that was going to happen three years ago. And I told Saladin, I said, we have to get in position. I said, because this is what's happening. He's like, you think so? I said, I know so. So that's one of the things that you and I will talk about offline because, you know, that is something that definitely needs our help, and it's going to be quite terrifying in the end when they find out, you know, who who was really, you know, pulling the strings because I won't say online, but there was someone else no. that we helped during this time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know, it's as above, so below, okay? So. Right. I that's your first traumatic law and that's exactly where it's the difference is that the people who are solely below aren't realizing that it's a reflection of things that are taking place on a spiritual plane in which we are the key. So once they do realize that 
And, you know, everybody needs a demonstration. Everybody needs proof of their own. And those things come <laughs> in time when people are ready to see them. And, you know, that, that's how we're going to change this. I mean, we're sitting on a, a power spot. You know, this is one of the Earth's chakras. Okay, so we're not yes, here it for is. Not an accident, okay? And this is the this is the throat chakra. This is where the the roar, the lion's roar. This is the voice. This is where it comes from, okay? So the throat connects the head to the body, and that's our position here in in the grand scheme of things in this time. Well, it's funny because I did a video, and I actually just looked at the video like two days ago because my hair was a mess. And I remember because you know Niagara Falls is literally our backyard, and. I remember going to the falls and I said, you know, you guys come here and you think that the falls is so beautiful and so peaceful. And I literally had the video. I'm going to have to tag you in it. And I said, it's actually very loud. Okay. I said, so this is where I grew up. There wasn't a peaceful lull of water. It was very loud. I said, and we supply all the electricity for the entire Northeast. You do something to Niagara Falls, New York City has no power. I don't care what kind of generator you have. I don't care. And that's what people aren't understanding is that, and we're a border town. We literally can walk across the border. It took them a million years to finally get better border protection after 9-11 over here because we're like, hey, there's still drugs and guns coming through (laughs) right here, you know. So I think that, and I actually went to, um, they had a, a, something just came to me like last year in the middle of the winter and it was a spirituality in Niagara Falls situation. So when I had made the decision to stay here, which recently, remember I tried to leave again and then there was a whole situation that was like, that literally they, they, they come and they're like, no bitch, we said go there. We didn't say (laughs) move there. Go sit down. (laughs) Like go do what we told you to do. So anyways, um, I went to the spirituality conference, and there's so much stuff that happens here as far as the Native Americans are concerned, as far as the churches are concerned. A lot of people don't know that the church that sits next to the casino, the, the, the steeples are two different um, heights. One of them, each one was from a specific height that the falls was at that particular point in time, which is amazing to me because I had no idea about that. So if you look at them, you're yeah. like, why are the two steeples two different heights? And it's because they took it from the vantage point of this is before the erosion and, you know, 17, whatever, whatever, and this is after at this point, the second one being higher, of course. So we live in this magical place. If you go down closer to the water, like closer to where the gorge is, there's so many, and I saw that you were just out there recently, there's so many little um, altars that people come from all over the world to place their personal items, say blessings, meditate on those rocks down there because it is such a power source. It's water. It represents life. It represents women. So a lot of people don't realize that. So, you know, one of my truths is that it's starting to get to a place, and you've been helping me with that, where you you become literally like a lighthouse. So people don't know exactly what you're doing, but they start coming to you, and they start saying, hey, I don't know what's going on, but I know you might know something, so can you tell me about this? So it's to the place where I have about, and I always joke and I always say I don't have any daughters. So Spirit said, you don't? Okay, I'm about to give you 100, 100 daughters, and I have currently 15. 
that I mentor and mm-hmm. that we're getting ready to do new moon and full moon rituals. And Samhain is coming. Are you doing anything special for Samhain? Well, you know, it's my mom's birthday, and, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Samhain is always You've got to be kidding me. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> I, I can't get too much into my ego, you know, but. Right, uh, right, right. But yeah, I mean, Liz and I, my wife, you know, we we um, we always take the day as a sacred day, you know. So uh, we'll, we'll do our own rituals and give thanks and offerings on that day. I mean, I can feel it right now. I can feel the veil is is just spinning so much that, I mean, I'm hungry right now. I'm so hungry today, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, and those are the things that I come to you for because I'm like, something's going on. So in American Horror Stories, that's another thing that they really did a really good job with. So there's probably one of us working on that script, which one of the writers actually just married Gwyneth Paltrow. So you remember she was married to the guy from Coldplay. She just married him probably like last week. The writers are brilliant because they have nailed every single thing. So they're showing that Samhain is coming and Halloween was coming, and the veil was thinning. So they showed that as the veil was thinning, the dead were pretty much visible, like walking around this house, having conversations, like they were real people. And, I mean, although I don't believe in that aspect of it, like, you know, a ghost in the flesh, I do believe, like, lately what's been happening to me is it feels like someone's doing something with my ears, like they're touching my ears. Like it's, it feels like like there's hair stuck on my ears. And I like, and I'll start like grabbing my ear, like what, like what is this, you know? That's, so this is all new to me. This will be actually my first Samhain celebration, and I was actually supposed to be in Mexico for Dia de los Muertos, which is a three-day celebration there, um, for Santísima. Also, you know, because I'm very enamored with her as well. But I ended up not being able to do that. So I'm actually we're gonna have our ritual and our celebration the day before. Uh, and the day of, and then all the way through November 2nd, as if we were in Mexico City. So is there anything else you want to tell the people before we wrap up this wonderful show? Because I'd like to get you on here uh, a little more often. I had a guy who was from Atlanta, and he was a, he was a brujo. He, you know, claimed himself to be, you know, a brujo, and he talked a lot about different spirituality and things like that, and then he just kind of, you know, I think he got in his head. And what happens to a lot of us is we end up in the hospital, uh, we end up sick. We end up not being able to deal with all the, you know, synchronicities that are thrown at us, and I think that's what happened to him. So it's a reminder that I need to actually check on him today. So when would you be able to come back on the show? Um, I mean, we could do next week, you know, um, any anytime really. We'll talk, but uh, I guess, you know, I could I could pimp out the book signing coming this Saturday. Are you going to be there? Yes. I was just getting ready to say, are you going to tell them about your book signing this Saturday at the Book Corner on Main Street here in Niagara Falls? Go ahead and let them know where you're going to be and what time you're going to be there. I'll be there as well, just so you all know. Yep, so it's at the Book Corner. Um, I'm going to get there a little before noon, and I'll be there until probably about 5 o'clock, maybe a little later. Um we're going to have a, a free workshop that is just going to be a big discussion like we're talking right now, but way more in depth on some of the topics in the book. And I'll obviously be signing books and I'll have some copies on hand. Um, I'm glad you're coming because I got something for you. So, you know, sooner the oh, better. Oh, you know, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. 
is is your wife going to be there? Because I enjoy her. Oh yeah, she'll be there, and yeah, so we we got we got stuff that we got to talk about the three of us too. So I mean, yes, we do. Yeah, things have transpired. You know, every week is is just a new beginning, and it is something. So I mean, like you know, who knows what's gonna happen next week? But I'll definitely come on your show more often. You just let me know when you want. Yeah, I think you can be like our resident because a lot of people that listen to my show, just so you know, and I have listeners, like I said, I I just found out I have like 10% listeners in Russia. I have like, I think there's 30% listeners in, uh, what is it, the UK. And I have people that are actually following me on Instagram that I didn't know listen to the show. And then they'll say something and I'm like, what? And then they'll inbox me and say, peace, you know, I, I was listening to your show. And that makes me happy. Because, you know, I'm not the type of person that advertises and things like that because I feel like if you hear my show and it's not for you, you can just, you know, keep it moving. But a lot of people that find the show, they did it. They they knew what they were looking for, and they found it, and they consistently listened for the last four going on five years now. So I'm very proud of that. So I will end the show. I'm not ending it with any music because I don't want to – I couldn't think of any music that would, like, be awesome to end the show with you on it, so I'm going to have to get with you on that. But Because um, I always like to put, like, some pimp out music in the end. So. You, you gotta, gotta get the what? American God. The American God soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll throw some. Uh, yeah, or I'll throw some uh, Nine Inch Nails on the uh, composer for Nine Inch Nails. My son likes him, and he actually does the soundtrack for the video game Doom, which is one of the soundtracks that I use in my Raging Reiki class. So we'll get with that. But thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm about to inbox you in a second, and we're going to chat offline because, you know, we don't want to put too much on the Internet so that they can't stop us. No one's going to stop us. It's the Legion. It's coming forth, and it is what it is. So, guys, make sure you tune in next week for Tell the Truth Tuesday. If you're not following me on Instagram, it's at miss.d.scott. You can always go on to my page and find Ken because Ken is always in the comments. Ken, what's your uh, Instagram handle? Uh, it's just at Ken Cosentino, all one word. So it's K-E-N-C-O-S-E-N-T-I-N-O. All right, love, and I will talk to you in a second, and guys, be nice, and if not, be great. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.